What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Back Row Redskins Show. Let's get it. So, guys, on this show today, um, we got a lot to talk about. I took it to Twitter and asked my Twitter followers who are Redskins fans, what should we talk about on today's episode? So I had lots of great feedback. So I'm going to kick it off with my guy, David Lichtenstein. Um, He was like, you know, he wanted to hear from Landon Collins and Thomas Davis. Couldn't get them on the show, <laughs> but most definitely as this podcast grows, we will have Special guests like Landon Collins and Thomas Davis, God's willing. But um, what I did like about this question is that this is the first time that I'm putting Landon Collins and Thomas Davis together in a sentence. And these two right here can definitely come together and help to form and shape this defense. They both come in with leadership uh, qualities. Um, they both are great tacklers. Both can cover, even though some see Landon Collins is just a box safety. He can do it all. It's just that he was asked last year to play a lot, you know, in the box. Um, he is definitely a great tackler. He stops the run. So just imagine having a good tackler in Landon Collins and having another good tackler in Thomas Davis. Thomas Davis can can also cover. He's a great cover linebacker. He's a guy that can do it all. But people sleep on Thomas Davis because of his age. If you look at what he did last year with the uh, Rams, you'll see that he still has a lot left in the tank. And I'm actually excited to see the pairing of Landon Collins and Thomas Davis. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be some lineups that allows Landon Collins to play some uh, play some linebacker. Um, if there's one thing that we have learned about Ron Rivera is that he loves versatility. So he's definitely going to move people around. Um, if you can play multiple things, you'll be on the field a lot. Okay. So speaking of linebackers, I wanted to dive in into the suggestion from coach Papo. Um, he said he wanted to kind of look at the linebacking group. He says that the linebacking group seems to be overlooked. And yes, it's overlooked because we have lots of talent on this linebacking group, but there's also been lots of injuries as well. If we look at what we have, so last year, returning to this group, you have John Bostic, who we signed when Ruben Foster got hurt. And John Bostic had a great season. Um, some people like him, some people don't. I think he did very, very well last year, and that is why Ron Rivera elected to bring him back. Okay, Now, it does not guarantee that he makes a team or anything like that, or it does not guarantee that he's a starting linebacker, but he is going to compete, and I do think he makes a team. Um, he brings a lot of intangibles that's really going to help this team. Um, Cole Holcomb, a guy that we drafted in the fifth round last year, what a find. If you compare his numbers to some of the other linebackers that went in the first round, the numbers are very, very similar. Now, you can argue about the impact. You know, yes, the other two linebackers played on better teams and had better records. But I believe that with Jack Del Rio grooming 
um, Cole Holcomb, he can definitely go places. Now, we look at Reuben Foster, okay? We don't know if he's healthy. Number two, we don't know the percentage of his health, okay? I'm pretty sure the team would want him to be 100% healthy before getting out on the field. It's not worth, you know, him being out there 75% or 80% getting hurt. So I believe that if Reuben Foster is healthy, watch out. This defense definitely takes another step. Reuben Foster is the kind of linebacker that can kind of do it all. He's an excellent, phenomenal tackler, okay? He does not play games. He likes to stuff the run. Um, he can do some coverage. He can do some covering. So don't sleep on his coverage skills. He's a linebacker that flies left to right, can cover the entire field. So and his his speed is elite and he's a hard hitter. So he's definitely going to bring some of that some of that toughness, some of that grit to that linebacking uh, group. Now, Sean Deion Hamilton, this is a guy that. Each year, he takes a step. Some people like him. Some people don't. He's a very good linebacker, and he's a very good coverage linebacker as well. Um, so I see Sean Deion Hamilton taking a step. Whether he wins a starting job or not, I'm not sure because, like I said, Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio want versatility. Just know that they're going to use these linebackers all over the place, and it's awesome to have so many guys with so many different skill sets. Josh Harvey Clemens, another name that we all know. He's been around for a while. Um, with all the talent that we have, I, I don't know if he makes a team, but he's a guy that we used a lot in passing situations. Um, but we'll see. I'm not so sure of Josh Harvey Clemens, but he is a good player. Um, we did draft him and groom him and change his position. So we'll see what Jack... And Ron has for him. Um, who knows? He might come in and compete, make the team. I'm not saying he's not going to make the team. But what I am saying is there's a lot of linebackers. And then we bring in Thomas Davis, who I just got done talking about. This guy right here is just an awesome, awesome uh, guy as a person and as a player. He's definitely going to be able to teach these guys. He's definitely going to be one of those guys that's a coach on the field. So it's something um, that I'm looking forward to. Um, he's going to remind me of uh, London Fletcher as a leader. I'm not saying that's play because th these guys are two different kinds of players. But Thomas Davis is a future Hall of Famer. Don't get it twisted. Um you know, three-time pro bowler, has lots of accolades. Go look him up. Go look at his numbers, okay? I just think that he's going to bring some of that veteran leadership, some of that grit that we've been uh, missing. And um, then we drafted a fifth round, Kalik Hudson, okay? Kalik Hudson is one of my favorite draft picks for the Redskins this year. Um, his size is not going to wow you. His speed is not going to wow you, but this guy's a hard worker, okay? This guy can cover. He can tackle. You can use him in the pass rush. You can use him all kinds of ways. Khalid Hassan is somebody that I think is going to start out heavily on special teams, but he's definitely going to have a role on this defense, okay? 
He's probably not going to play a lot his first year, but this guy right here is versatile. And if somebody was to go down, he's a guy that I feel confident can step in and be an instant um, impact player. Sort of kind of like Cole Holcomb. Okay, Cole Holcomb's speed was just phenomenal last year. Um, And, you know, Cole was a good tackler. He kind of struggled in the pass game, in the uh, coverage game. But Khalid Hudson, his strength is that coverage game. OK, if you look at him, he looks like he has short arms. But look, hey, he played in Michigan. He played really, really good. So I don't think that the size of his arms are going to affect anything. Um, he's a decent leaper. Um, he's just one of those guys that's just going to be, be able to do a lot of things, especially in the special teams, you know, uh, going after uh, pump blocks and kick blocks and Things of that nature. He's definitely, definitely going to be able to put his imprint on our team. Okay. Then also we want to note that Ryan Anderson did play outside linebacker last year in the 3-4 defense. Okay. This season we're switching to the uh, 3-4 and we don't know yet how he's going to be used. Okay, I'm thinking that Ryan Anderson will be used as a strong uh, side linebacker. I don't know. It's just it's just speculation. But then he's a guy that can definitely get some time in the pass rush, you know, in some situations. You know, he'll be backing up um, Sweat, uh, Chase Young, Kerrigan. So you can definitely see him getting some snaps as a pass rush. I know, you know, an outside linebacker in the 3-4, he's not really an edge but he can do it if he has to. He did have great success last season, and I'm looking for Ryan Anderson to build upon that success. If Ryan Anderson pans out, you know, coming in, let's say he gives us four to five sacks, that's a huge success, okay, coming from Ryan Anderson. And then, you know, the team can trade him if they elect to, but I I, I see him playing very well to where, he could earn a decent contract with us as a backup edge slash um, Sam linebacker. So it'll be interesting to really see the new scheme under Jack Del Rio and how he uses Ryan Anderson. That's my sleeper uh, guy in the linebacking core and as well on on our defense as well. So. Key additions, like I mentioned before, Thomas Davis, uh, Kalik Hudson, fifth-round pick. Another guy that nobody is talking about is Kevin Pierre-Lewis. This guy right here played very well for the Chicago Bears last year. If you go ahead and look at his tape, he's one of those guys that can be moved around all over the field. He has very good pass rushing skills. He can cover a little bit. He's very scrappy. He's one of those guys that you want on your team. He's going to bring a lot of energy and a lot of passion to that defense. Um, he's going to play some special teams as well. So with this linebacking core, with all these names that I just mentioned right now, I don't know how it's, how it's going to pan out, but I'm excited. The linebacking group can definitely be a strength of ours if these guys, if some of these guys can stay healthy. Sean Deion Hamilton and Ruben Foster, if those guys can stay healthy and play as a team and play their roles, man, this defense can be special. So with that pass rush, I'm looking for our linebackers to be linebackers that fly around, making tackles, making plays. Okay. If you're not getting interceptions or or um or you know defending the pass. 
you should be doing something. So with that pass rush, it gives the linebackers versatility to kind of move around and fill the gaps. So it's going to be exciting. You're going to see some of these linebackers lining up at different places and rushing the quarterback, you know, because Ron Rivera talks about stopping the run and then while stopping the run, you're on your way towards the quarterback. So I look for a lot of sacks, just not from the linebacking group, but from the front four. And um, I mean... This defense is going to be very exotic. You might even see cornerbacks going after going after the quarterback. It's going to be, I mean, defense is going to be special. I'm excited to see the defense. Now, our next topic comes from my guy, Les uh, Bridge, Bridge Bassi. Sorry if I butchered your name, brother, but um, you mentioned uh, Sims Jr., Okay, and how we we are going to mix and match our wide receivers. And then you also talked about how Turner could roll out Haskins. And then you wanted to talk about how we can, you know, attack on defense. So I've talked about the defense. Let's just stick to the wide receivers right now. So with our wide receiving group, um, it's so young. They're so passionate. Um, I'm watching, you know, Sims Jr. work out. I mean, it's giving me chills, you know, working on his feet, working on his hands. Because one of the areas that Sims Jr. needed to improve from last season was his hands, catching the ball and limiting his drops. So I'm excited to see what Sims Jr. does this year, actually. Last year, he came on towards the end of the season and had a lot of success. I was very impressed with, you know, the game in Dallas when he caught that 65-yard pass. Um Like the game versus the Giants when he had two touchdowns, the game versus the um, Patriots when he ran for 65 yards and a score, Uh, the game against the Lions when he returned that 92 yard, uh, was it punt return or kickoff return? I couldn't remember, but it was a touchdown. So Sims Jr. is the perfect complement to Terry McLaurin and whoever else that starts on the other side. I see Sims Jr. being a guy, he can play outside, he can play inside, but just he's more dangerous in space, okay? So I see Sims Jr. being used all over the field, him and Antonio Gibson, actually. So there might be plays where you toss Sims a five-yard screen pass. He can take off for 60, 70 yards. He can run through the middle catch a pass in stride and take it the distance, kind of like how he did in Dallas. Um, You know, you can use him in the red zone. You see that he's not a guy who shies away in the red zone. He's so quick that he can make an in-cut, out-cut, and just get open, okay? So he's a guy that's very quick as well as very fast. And when you get the ball in his hands, it's magic. So, I see a possibility this season where we have four receivers to have over 500 yards, okay? Terry McLaurin is going to go for 1,200, 1,000 to 1,200, okay? But three other wide receivers are going to have at least 500 yards. That's just what I see, okay? So I'm not going to predict the stats because it can go as high as 800 yards, 70 catches, and then it can be about four or 500 yards. But I see Sims Jr. being a, a very big part of what we do on offense. 
He's going to be lined all over the place. So let's get that stuff out of our head that he's just a slot guy. Okay, he's going to be in the backfield. <laughs> he's going to play some running back. He's going to play some slot. He's going to play some X. He's going to play all over the field. And he's a guy, like I said, when he touches the ball, it's instant magic. Now we move on to Kelvin Harmon and Antonio Gandy Golden. I love both of those guys. Kelvin Harmon came on at the end of last year as well. You see that he's a, a great possession receiver, and he reminds me of a slower Pierre Garçon for the simple fact that when he goes across the middle, he makes the tough catches. We saw Harmon make some crazy one-handed catches last year. We saw him go across the middle, sacrifice his body. So he's definitely going to be a reliable target for Dwayne Haskins. I think that Harmon is going to be the receiver that makes the biggest jump out of um, Sims and Harmon, okay, out of our, you know, guys from last year. Like I said, Terry McLaurin is going to do his thing. He's going to tear it up. But Harmon is in for a big season. A lot of the things that Harmon is going to do is not going to wow you. It's not going to make you go ooh and ah. You know, if you remember when the Bengals had uh, Mohamed Sanu, Marvin Jones, and A.J. Green, Sanu was the kind of guy that did the dirty work. Went across the middle, caught the tough uh, tough catches, um, and he wasn't really as flashy as Marvin Jones, who was, you know, putting up numbers in Cincinnati or, of course, A.J. Green. So look for Harmon to do some of the things that, a Muhammad Sanu does. He's going to be more of a possession receiver. Okay. Now we move on to Antonio Gandy Golden. This guy right here, six four, um, has good speed. People look at his uh, uh, uh his uh he ran a four six forty, and people say, oh, he's slow. Go look at the tape and go look at his game speed. See, there's something with with straight line speed and game speed. Okay. Sims Jr. ran a 4-5 in a combine, okay? And, you know, he, he wasn't really considered a, a, a blazer, you know, or a speed guy. But that guy is fast on the field. So you can't really go off of what people, uh, you know, run. You can't go, oh, they ran a 4-6 a or they ran a 4-2. A I mean, you, you see speed guys like John Ross coming to the NFL, and, you know, what has that speed done for him? What have, what have that speed done for guys like uh, Darius Hayward Bay? So I say this to say that the game speed is definitely different from a 40 speed, straight line speed. But I, I'm expecting big things out of um, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Uh, the guy is big. He can run routes. I mean, you can throw it up there and he can make some crazy catches. I know he's a rookie. I know we have not yet seen him in the league, but I believe in this guy. I think he has... Great potential. He has great potential to maybe someday be a, 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 a Pro Bowl player. And I hope he's a Pro Bowl player. What Redskins fan would not want, you know, um, AGG to, to be great? We all want all of our players to, you know, be great. There's rumors out there. I talked about this in, on my last uh, podcast. Antonio Brown, Martavius Bryant, and Josh Gordon. We'll see what happens. Anything is possible. 
it most likely seems that the team might bring in another veteran wide receiver. Now, I go back to what Les said. Les said, how do we mix and match our wide receivers? Somebody brought it to my attention that there is a possibility of having Terry McLaurin on one side, okay, having AGG on the other side, and having Harmon in the slot in certain situations. And when I think about it, it's not that bad because Harmon excels going across the middle anyways, right? Not only that, AGG can run routes on the outside, and so can Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin can really be moved all over. Don't be surprised if you see Terry McLaurin taking uh, snaps from the slot. So when you talk about mixing and matching the wide receivers, you can see a lot of exotic plays, okay? Scott Turner knows what he's doing. You know, bootlegs with, with, um, with Haskins. If the running game is clicking, oh, my gosh. If the running game is is top, let's say top 15 this year, that passing game is going to be nice, okay? When you bootleg, you got the tight end up the, up the middle. It doesn't matter who is playing tight end. I know we are concerned about who's playing tight end, but if the run game is top 15 and if the run game is clicking, oh, my gosh, these play action fakes are going to be so lethal, okay? AGG going deep. Uh, 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 Sims going deep. Everybody's going deep. Everybody's going across the middle. Um Scott Turner is going to utilize these weapons. And let's not sleep on uh, on uh, Antonio Gibson. That's another guy that can be used all over the field. So the passing game is going to be fun. The wide receivers are going to be fun to watch. Whether I think that the Redskins are going to put up stats both offensively and defensively. Now, I don't know if it's going to lead to wins or as many wins as we as we might want. But one thing that I would say is that this is going to be an exciting team this year, and we're going to put up um, lots of good numbers. So I'm excited to see that. My guy Johnny Redskin said hope. Look, and I told him, man, I got plenty of hope for all of us. Um, I believe in Haskins this year. I believe in Geist this year. I believe in uh, Antonio Gandy-Golden. I believe in the team this year. Again, I'm hoping that we play so well that it translates to wins. But most importantly, what I do want to see this year is a year of growth, a year where these young guys are developed, a year where these young guys are on the field making an impact and bettering themselves because these are the guys that that are going to lead us in the future. Okay, we're investing all these draft picks in, you know, we're investing – uh, playing time and things of that nature because really realistically this year we had the money and we could have brought in a tight end you know we could have brought in a wide receiver we could have done different things we could have brought in another corner okay and that's my next topic my friend tina tina reed <laughs> she said the state of the secondary that secondary does not look Scary does not look um, as talented as other secondaries out there. But the beauty of our team, like I've mentioned before, is that the pass rush is going to be so good. 
Okay, so if the pass rush is so good, it's going to help everything else. When this pass rush is out there attacking quarterbacks and lessening their time to make a pass, it's going to help. You know, we don't know what we're going to get out of these corners. Okay, it's lots of question marks. I've talked to people. They're saying Kendall Fuller in the slot. They're saying, you know, Darby and Monroe on the outside. They're saying a super sub for uh, Jimmy Moreland. Really don't know what's going to happen out of the corner position. And we can still sign somebody before the season starts. So it's going to be interesting. Um. It's kind of tough when you look at the wide receivers we have to go against in the NFC East alone. Not even talking about the the amazing tough schedule that we have this season, but I think the secondary is going to be fine. Um I think that Monroe steps up this year. I'm hoping that Darby can just stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. When he was in Buffalo, he was a very, very, very good player. And last year, he didn't look good at all with the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm hoping that he comes in, he's on a one-year deal, plays tough, and who knows? We can let him walk. We can trade him. We can. I mean, it's so many things that we can do. Let's say that he plays well. And let's say we want to go younger. And we can trade him at the at the trade deadline. That's a possibility. But I think that the cornerback position is a question mark. I don't really know how that's going to shape out. But if the pass rush is what I think it's going to be, then I'm not going to worry about what that secondary is going to look like. And uh, last but not least, uh, John Ellis Porter said, an announcement that Snyder will allow a name change. I told him no name change is coming. LOL. He was sad. That's what he wanted. Um, you know, been a Redskins fan since 1999, and if they do change the name, I don't even know what what that's gonna be like. You know, to me, Redskins. You know what I'm saying? Burgundy and gold. Even even if they change the name, it will always be Redskins to me. So I love my Redskins. Um, I love the team. I want to thank everybody who commented to help me with topics for this um, episode. Um, there's going to be more more uh, content coming. Uh, we're going to be doing um, season projections and stat projections, uh, fantasy projections. So I know this is a rough time. It's not a lot of topics right now to talk about because of the state of where we, you know, where we're in. Training camp is coming, you know, so we're going to see, see some uh, see some camp battles and things of that nature. It's going to be a great season. I'm excited to see what we do as a team. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, be sure to um, subscribe, uh, like, share this podcast. Uh, we're going to grow this thing. Um, let's get it.